Welcome, folks. I don't know what part of this you're actually going to hear, but um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Father Five Podcast. Uh, this is Mario speaking, and um, I just want to check in with my guy, see how everybody's doing today. I'm doing fantastic, by the way. Uh, I had a daughter that celebrated 11, her 11th birthday yesterday. Hey, Pretty good. Um, and, you know, life's just good right now. I, I don't have a complaint in the world. Um, how my guys doing? Uh, I forget who said this, but I'm gonna say it now. Minus the bullshit, life's great. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I could dig it. I could dig it. I think that might have been a young scholar, young Jeezy, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still grateful for all of y'all peoples. Um, my guys keep holding me down and uh make me feel important and special and I appreciate y'all for that. So uh I'm good. I can't really complain at all. You could. Your Wi Fi could complain. But anyway, um so <laughs> I'm about to make Kev mad with this one. So I'm I got one blessing. Actually that's that's two blessings. Then I put another blessing on it. That's three. Plus I got a four in the living room. That's another blessing. And Kev, you didn't get that reference, I'm gonna fight you. Anyway, I got, I, I, got, I was on mute. You got blessings on blessings on blessings. Yeah. Nope. No. That's sad. It, 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 he's talking about your young poet that you always like to talk about. He, mm. he, he, he released some bars over the weekend that was, uh, it did. yeah, that people are definitely like, very cute. Sheesh. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were cute. Yeah, they were cute. I got to re listen. The DJ Khaled John. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Yeah, yeah he has some cute. Yeah. He has some, he had some real cute bars on there. He yeah, said a word or two. It was something else. Yeah, he did something. Yeah, he did. A word yeah. play. So but, he, figured, but, he, he didn't say it exactly, but I get what he was getting at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm um I'm blessed. I'm all I'm all the way up. I'm uh, appreciative for all the blessings and uh, happy, grateful, living this um man, living this life vicariously through myself. Damn, that shit feels great. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. Living life vicariously through yourself. Not so he's gonna give us a, a living la vida loca. I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm just mind. living at that point. At least you're living. It depends how you feel to live, live. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you define living, living, Warren? But if you're, I'm sorry, if you're living vicariously through yourself, aren't you yeah. just living at that point? Aren't you living? I'm sorry, not just. But aren't you living at that point? Are you dying to live dying or living. just living to die? <sighs> Off the rails. All right, I'm. I'm stuck. Yes, you started this. Let's put a pin in that. Put a pin in that for later. Chris, talk to me. How's your life? How's your liberty? How's your pursuit? I'm enjoying my lemonade out of this little tiny cup. That's great. Well, just um, for my yeah. So things things are just amazing right now. Um, and I like. (laughs) Okay. All seriousness, things are good, man. So I'm just uh, happy to be with you guys as always. And uh, my my youngest is celebrating his, his uh, second birthday on um, this Sunday, Mother's Day. So shout out to all the mothers out there. Um, Indeed. And uh, I can't complain, man. Everything's good. This lemonade is so tasty out this cup. It's amazing. It's good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a, that's a key point, man. Shout out to the ladies, particularly our moms, mothers, mothers. And shout out to that <laughs> little mothers, mothers, lobster scouts. And shout out to Lobster Scouts mothers. Hey, amazing. Mama Lobster. Y'all foolishness. So um, now that we got that nonsense out the way, now everybody's good. Um, we're going to get into this topic. We're going to start off with this one question. We're going we're gonna to keep it real simple. We'll get into the other. There's some other parts to get into a little later. But the question is, what won't you do for love? Uh, people often say that they'll do anything for it, but will you? Is there an uncrossable line when it comes to what we do about what we feel? Mm. Who's going first? Well, since nobody has stepped up to the plate, um, this is Quan, everybody. I know you guys recognize my voice by now. Shout out to our international listeners. Um, I'm going to start with the first part of that question. 
Um, and I'm going to try to remember exactly what it was, but more or less was like, is there a limit, right? First part was, what won't you do for live? What, what, for love? What, what won't you do for it? What won't? What, what will I do for love? What won't I do for I mean, there's a lot of things I won't do for love. Um, I mean, a lot. I, that's, it's almost too, too open-ended. Um, I can say this. When I was younger, um, I was definitely in love with the idea. Well, correction. I romanticized the idea of being in love. And that led me astray many a time. I mean, I was to the point I was in um I was in college, like skipping classes to be with people. That was fucking stupid. I can say that right now. That was that was a mistake. Um however, you know, g- growing up in Detroit, growing up in the motor city, and having a, a plethora, a bevy of like really emotional songs and you know old school classics that really you know love ballads and like listening to that constantly um that that made me a very romantically inclined person um however understanding a lot of the context of those emotions was something that you just really can't you can't put into practice until you actually experience you know true love and heartache and and those things you can't experience you really know what that whole experience is like you don't really know what you're saying um so for me there's a lot i won't do for love because real love doesn't ask too much and i'm gonna leave it at that let me let me jump in so this is not about what love asked you to do I know, I know what you was, bro. Yeah, but, I, I, but I, like sure you, I ain't gonna hold it, you. I ain't like he didn't, he didn't do anything there. He, he actually, actually answered the question at all. Because and there's a lot. Even, okay, okay. There's a lot that I won't do for love. Like, I won't punch a baby any. in the face for love. I won't punch a baby in the face for love. Okay? I, I won't. You punch a baby in the face no, for no reason. No, nobody said that. Go back and listen <laughs> to the podcast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, I, there's. There is a lot, right? Because as I said, like real love only asks that. I'm not going to get to that because I'm going to say that for later. But no. So wait, let me let me just cut ahead. you off. So cut me off again. This please. this is not a yeah because I have to because this is not about what love is asking of you. This is about what we choose to do for love, and that's why this is the question. I think this question is. I think this is an important question because it speaks to what we decide to do on our own based on our own feelings and asks and 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 desires and interests right this is not saying or won't do according to the question yes right but, it, but if you're speaking on what you won't do i think it also speaks mm-hmm. to what you will do mm-hmm. but either way fine okay. to your point to your point what won't you do for love kind of speaks to the question of where do you stop right so as an example i've heard many vows uh, wedding vows, like, or or just people conversation, like, "Honey, I love you so much. I'll do anything for you." So, will you, you actually lie. do anything? But remember, this is how people speak. This is how people in love often speak. And I think that's what we're really speaking to here. Like, so what are people willing to do and not do for love? Because if we have these proclamations, like, I feel so great and so wonderful and in my relationship that I'm I want to keep this person I want to make this person happy so I'm willing to do anything mm-hmm. but will we actually do anything for love and I think that's that's kind of the question that Mary is posing like what is where do we stop fine I was trying not to just give a direct answer because I, I went to lengthen a podcast but whatever we have this I won't, I, I, can I can I fucking sorry sorry. sorry love you um, sorry I will not compromise who I am for love. Mm. You just pretty much summed up all the other stuff that you were saying. I mean, I was trying to like, like I said. I actually like, think you would compromise a little bit. Nope. I learned compromise. not to. So, so let me jump in real quick. Because yeah. you actually said exactly what I was going to say. And mm-hmm. I only can now say that from experience. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I, I can't, like, if, if this question was posed to me four years ago, 
I wouldn't be able to answer. I wouldn't answer with the same response. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the only thing I won't do is lose sight of who I am as a person. Because I've been in a situation where I have, like, because of the love I had for a person, mm-hmm. I begin to to act out of character. I begin to do things and move in a way that I normally wouldn't move. I I handled myself in a manner that I wouldn't normally handle myself. Right. So I absolutely ag- agree with that, but I only can honestly say that from experience. I would have never said that prior to having those experiences and prior to going through those types of things. So no, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, but yeah, like prior to that, like four years ago, if you asked me what, what I would like, what I wouldn't do for love, I would say tons of things. Uh-huh. Like I would say like, I wouldn't try to rebuild a relationship after like infidelity or anything like that. Mm. No, nah, the love ain't enough. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> Cause I actually tried to. And mm. it was like, and I, it wasn't even work. Like I was willingly wanting to do it. So like, I, 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 I can't necessarily, yeah, I, I feel like that's like, again, I feel the same exact way as he does. Like, I don't want to compromise who I am. Like after going through those things, realizing that, yo, like you wasn't being yourself. And after figuring that out and getting that back together. Yeah. I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to, to let that go again. Like that. I'm not willing to. I want to, I want to jump in. Um, Cause those are, are great points and, and interesting points. And I think if you, spin them just so um so and I, and I think there's levels so as we're talking about love right um for sure we were saying we want we wouldn't compromise ourselves i think the very definition of perhaps being in love and, and kind of giving yourself right because you have to mm-hmm. um when you do that you are you don't have to compromise who you are as a person, but you are compromising. The, the very concept of, of love itself is a compromise where you two are your individual selves and to come mm-hmm. together to build whatever you build in, you do right. voluntarily without you even noticing. Like you give some part of yourself to, to form a new part of you. Um, sure. I think you do that voluntarily. So I think you're compromising something. It doesn't necessarily have to, like the word compromise itself doesn't have to be negative. Um, and then we're talking about one aspect of love, which is like relationship love, right? Like you can have love for your parents and love for your children and love for your children is a little different. Like, I'm not sure short of Blake being like a mass murderer, right? Like, I'm not sure I wouldn't do anything else for him. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, I don't know. I've tried to do some, some, some stuff that put me in a compromised, if you will, emotional state these last few years thinking about him. Um, so, and I do it again, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't, you know, when you think about love for a kid, your child, it's it's a little different. Um, so there's not, yeah, like I I don't want him to do anything that's going to cause anyone major harm, but I don't know, short of that, I'd probably, you know what I mean? If he's like, Dad, I stole like ten million dollars. I'm like, all right, let's get this bank account set up <laughs> overseas, <laughs> and let's go to uh, Belize for a few years till things blow down. Um, but yeah, um, even receipts. <laughs> um, I mean, that's never gonna happen. I'm just saying hypothetically. But um, but yeah. So I don't know. You know. You, you kind of. Did exactly what I was going to say, Kevin. Uh, like with, with like your love for a child. Like I mean, I'm mm-hmm. point of like, like in terms of like, what would you for love? Like I wouldn't do anything that would be that's that would cross my line morally or, or ethically. Like that's like you know that's that like if it's something that's like a moral code, um, you know, I wouldn't kill for love. But if somebody does something to my kid, that's a freaking off. Like I'm that's gonna, yeah, family. So. It's 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 like it's it's kind of hard to describe it. Like you know, that's my code. Like I wouldn't lie, cheat, steal, all that stuff. But you know, if you um if you mess with my family or my child, like you know, all bets are freaking off, dude. You know, like anything could happen. Like real talk. So um, it's a. It's a <laughs> Chris said real talk. I got the, got the strap in the back. You got the scully on right now. Like it can go down right now. <laughs> right now. And I think. And I think that's part of it, though. 
and I think Chris, you make a really interesting point because I think that's the other part of it. So, some one of the things that we often do on this um, when we're talking about a concept. One of us will go to the, the dictionary and kind of make sure we define it just for the sake of a common understanding. I think love happens to be very different in this case because there is no one definition of love. And right. I think love is kind of this idea that we all conceptualize, internalize. We, we make our own, but I think collectively we kind of have this idea of what it means and how it impacts us, right? So I think that's why we, we don't have to necessarily define it here. But I think to Chris's point, that's that's I think at the root of this question, mm-hmm. because like Chris said, I'm not doing any of these things. However, if if something happens that kind of crosses this line, I can't say that I won't do this thing. And I feel like that's you know real to the point of the question: Is there an uncrossable line? I wonder if there is, right? Because. You know, I've, I've I've had different jobs in my life where I've I've been exposed to a number of different situations and scenarios, and people have offered solutions for things. Like, you know, I did A, B, and C, and I'm thinking, I don't know that I would do that in in a rational, sound place of thinking, and in that emotional state, state in that heightened state, in that that place where you were at that time. I don't know that I can necessarily fault someone for behaving in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it almost seems like for love and with love as the the motivation, I wonder if there is a cross or if there's an uncrossable line to where we say, I love you so much, but I'm not going to do this thing. Q, what you got? So you bring up some very interesting points and it just makes me wonder, um, is there anything that you wouldn't do for love? Warren. So I, I feel like the answer, I feel like, yes, there are things that I won't do. And I think kind of to what a few people have said already, I won't, I won't be outside of this person that I identify as currently, right? So kind of like who I am, how I kind of orient myself, who I I say I am, how I like live my life, and these things that kind of guide me and make me me, I don't know if I would do that. So as an example, if someone wronged or killed or uh, did a thing that really compromised you know, someone that I love, I don't know that revenge or vengeance in that sense is the answer. right? I don't think if someone killed one of my people, killing them in return is the answer. So to that question, I don't know if I would kill for love. I don't know if I would. I don't happen to be in that place where I need to make that decision now. Mm-hmm. But thinking about it now, I don't know if I would. And that's because, again, like, God forbid anyone comes after you all and kind of like not even going to put it out there. But I don't know that the response is doing doing the same thing to someone else. I don't know how I'd reconcile that, but I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if that that feeds anything. I don't know if that serves anything. But that's kind of where I am, and, and based on a lot of the stuff that I've done, the work that I've done, this is what makes sense for me. I'm not saying I wouldn't have these feelings of I need to I need to get some get back here. But I don't know if getting that get back is going to be the thing that makes me feel better, and I don't know if kind of with that that thinking, I don't know if I would do something that would get that get back, if that makes sense. Hmm. I like that. I feel like something happened to Blake. I'm turning to Liam Neeson, bro. Yeah, that's all. Easy. (laughs) Nah, you probably go. You probably go more John Wick. This is one of those. I'm flipping the switch. Um, but uh, I agree. Yeah. And again, like, and for me, for I can speak for myself. Like, I'm, I'm not that person that would harm anyone. Um, but you know, um, for instance, there's. Like there's like you know kids get snatched, man. There's like you know there's there's like a, a like a white band that's floating around in like Baltimore County, um, where I live at. It's like you know harassing little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like let thank God nothing's happened yet. Like you know, um, but if I see that white band, I might just run after it. <laughs> like, oh, like I, I, I don't. That's that's my like you can't mess with freaking kids, man. Like like so. Hey. Like, so, I mean, so, yeah, like, if something happened to, like, one of my kids, or, like, you know, or, like, they're being attacked, they're in danger, like, like, it can go down, like, real talk, and, 
it is what it is. Chris, I, I could totally see you punching a van. <laughs> punching a hole in it. <laughs> Absolutely. Just punching one side of the van and knocking the driver the other, out the other side. Yeah, yeah, that's my goal. Is to literally just hulk out the van and like kick the window in and yeah, like just like some job work stuff. Like, I wouldn't be smooth, I'd probably get ran over and die. But you know, this is Chris, the black nah, hulk. I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. A van will take an L on that day. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Juan. You're my favorite. Aww. Oh, last week I was getting punched in the face. No, that's not. Take love. Oh, love. It's love. All love. You know, it's love. I feel it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> go with you guys on that. I just can't. Like I said, I can't just because of my past experiences. Like I've been down a path where, again, I was acting out of character. I was doing things that I technically wasn't comfortable doing, but I actually couldn't stop myself from doing it. Mm. That's called like, being in love, son. Nah, and yeah, that and it's 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 crazy. No, like it's 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 a crazy line to play with, um, and to be on that other side of the line, yeah, like you don't have any control over yourself. Like I I literally was moving in a manner where I was not acting out and like I wasn't using logic as a matter of making decisions, mm-hmm. like as a human. Like all my actions, all my decisions were based. 100% off of like feeling an emotion, which is not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It has to be some form of logic involved. Like, it has to be some form of logic involved. Yeah, and that can't, I don't think that's always love either. Sometimes there's a lot of. No, it's definitely not. It's definitely yeah. not. It's not. Not it, always. It, it gets masked as that because, again, you'll say you're, you think you're doing these actions because of that. But uh, right. no, if you, if you take the time to, to dissect it and dig down to it, no, it's not. It's right. it's other things. It's other things in the play. So I agree with you to an extent. Like I don't think you should lose yourself. But right, like if you listen to old heads, listen to even old songs. Um, why do fools fall in love? Right? Um, because they're fools. Well, once you get in <laughs> love, right? Once you once you once you're in love, like that kind of love where it's like you you really do stop thinking logically, right? Like the stuff that you would normally do. I don't so I'm 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 right in the same situation as you, real like right in the same situation. So like I don't know if had that situation gone better, um I'd feel different, you know what I mean? But I feel like there's a window and quantum being recently newlywed, still in it's still in the in in the honeymoon phase. It's interesting. I wonder you know, like I just wonder, you know what I mean? Like if it ends differently, we end up winning the championship, right? Do you do you change it? Do you feel differently? If you lose in Game Seven in the finals, you're like, all right, I'm not going. I'm not going to play that series the same way no more. But, but see, this have... the thing. You you talking about hindsight? I felt this way during the process and could not stop. So like, I would tell myself like, yo, no, yo, this ain't cool. But I'm still moving in that manner. Like I couldn't stop myself from doing it. Why would you? How would you describe not being able that feeling of not being able to stop? Again, I I I I was like I didn't have control of myself. Like I literally, I had no control over my own actions. But I but I'm but I'm I'm me, so I should. But it didn't feel as if I did. Like my emotions and my feelings were like, well, you gotta do this, and it, stuff was just happening. And right after it happened, be like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did this, or I can't believe this just happened. It's nothing I could do at that point now. The action already occurred. But it was a repeated pattern. Like it just it just kept happening. So for me, yeah, that's something that I'm not interested in doing again. I do think it's a line. Like it's not like a hard limit. Like it's not like a hard limit. Because obviously to get to that point, as you stated, there is some form of compromise that has to occur. Like you have to. You have to give in. Like you have to, yes, give yourself in a manner to that person. But I want to be able to give myself in in that be okay. What I give is okay. Yes. Yes. Not what I give is like, well, I like this stuff, but I don't like this. You right. gotta be more like this, or you gotta be more like that. That ain't really me, but because I'm feeling you. Eh, I agree with that. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not floating down that path. I'm not glad interested. you flushed that out. I'm, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm not interested. I know QK got something, and then Warren got something too. Yeah. Um. To to quote. Um, and other people got to get some more stuff because we're not about to di- dissect Mario today. 
because oh, I'm no, not no, going. No. I'm not I going further into this in any way, shape, or fashion. I was with you. I jumped yes. in with you. Yes. I yes, jumped you in with are. you. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, That's I, I, I not wanted happening. to. Um, I wanted to to quote one of the the greatest uh, ad libs, probably uh, of, of our generation. Um, I thought I loved this girl once. <laughs> But uh, I, I thought I really did. I thought it was, I thought that was, she was it. I thought she was the one. And, and it took me getting detained in a foreign country um, mm. to realize mm. that, you know, this might not be what I think it is. This could be something that I, that I want, but it might not be actually what I think it is. And I, and for me, you know, um, Looking back on that situation, there were red flags, and and to to kind of what Mario was was talking about, kind of acting out of character, um, it it got me thinking that like love doesn't, and again I know Warren's gonna start with his little, you know what I'm saying, but love doesn't ask you to not think, it doesn't ask you to just like trust it and like just go for broke, it doesn't like because at the end of the day. Like it's it's you bringing yourself to the table, you being good enough, and the other person doing the same. I mean, together, you guys make something special. So, you know, for me to to risk so much, and then looking back on it, as you know, going with Kev's example, like if I did win that chip, right, my life is completely different, very different, way different, and I'm not happy. Like, and I knew that going into it, that like, that's a tremendous compromise. But I also knew the alternative from her perspective was going to be the same. But neither one of us really wanted to accept the fact that like, this doesn't work. And we both, you know, tried to fight something and, and, and fight for something that we wanted to believe in, as opposed to accepting the actual reality of a situation and saying like, look, like, this just is what it is. And that's, that's, that's okay. That, that can absolutely be okay. We can't, there are certain things out of our control and we can't force and we can't fight. Now, had we pursued this a different manner altogether, then there could have been a different outcome, but we didn't. We both made those choices. But who's to say that, who's to say that the outcome doesn't end the same? You know, it just doesn't matter. Like inevitably, like, that is going to end one way or the other, whether it's, you know, a, 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 a ball of, of flames or it sputters out, like, inevitably, like, that's what's going to happen. That's what's supposed to happen. And so, you know, I look back on that as an opportunity to learn and to grow and to be the person that I needed to be so that I could meet the person I was supposed to meet and that we're together going to do this thing we're supposed to do. And that's how I feel like that's where I am now. And so I, I appreciate that experience that I went through, but I also look back on it and say, you know what? I wanted that more than what it was. And I'm going to leave it at that. I bid my time to the floor. Warren. All right. Okay. Okay. What's the notes? What the fuck? I was, man, you, you had a bunch in there. All right. So, and I'll try to keep this short. All right. Three points. Um, so the first one is, I think we, I think it's important that we make space for who we were, right? Mm -hmm. So who we are today, we were never this person anytime before this moment right now, right? So sure. it's almost unfair to say that we weren't in love then because mm -hmm. love was different to who we were then. Right. Right. Okay. So, so, so I, I, I get your sentiment about, about maybe what happened before was, was a precursor to what happens at this moment. And mm -hmm. maybe this is a precursor to something that's going to happen next. True. But I don't know if it's necessarily fair to say that what happened before was not love. I agree. Right. I agree. So, so I, and, and, and I think it's important that we don't diminish these other experiences because they are they are part of the process they are part of the journey they are part of part of what we need to go through to 
to ultimately end up where we're going to be. But if we look at life in this process as a string of moments, what had to happen 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago mm-hmm. to, to build us to this point where we are today to make us more aware and open to this experience, it's important. I don't know if that makes it less love. Fair. I, I, well, let me, I think what I, what I loved maybe was misguided. I think the love was strong. But what, what was getting my love, I think was the thing that might have been off. But I don't want to derail you. No, that's, that's cool. And I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. So, and there's this other uh, component of hindsight that I think we often use when we're talking about a lot of things, but for this conversation, love, right? So, sure. looking back, X wasn't love because Y is totally love. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's a reality where X amount of time or number however many years, certain number of years here down the line, yo, that couldn't have been love because this right here, this is love. Gotcha. So I think we need to be careful of hindsight and how much stock we put into it because mm-hmm. hindsight is hindsight is perspective that you don't get in real time, right? And hindsight is a very specific perspective. Hindsight is just where we are X amount of time removed from a situation and kind of processing information that we now have. It's like, it's like how, uh, perfect example, uh, quick tangent. So last night I was looking at an article, um, about LeBron James, um, and some uh, tweets or, or comments that he made on Instagram in response to the Makai Bryant, uh, incident, right. Mm-hmm. And how he had to backtrack and the truth is he he had to make some corrections and edits to what he had said because after the fact he received more information right mm-hmm. so right. hindsight is this this perspective that we get only after we get more information and it's unfortunate because i think it really speaks to a lot it just speaks to a whole different very completely different experience like you don't know or you didn't know as much then as you do now like i just want people to be careful about how much they they put into hindsight and like you know, just like, yeah, well, well, you know, had I known, I mean, but you didn't know, like, that's not the way things were. Mm-hmm. So yeah. be careful with just the whole concept of hindsight um, and just using that as a reference point, because it's it's not fair. Uh, third, point. third point, I think I might have lost it. So I'll come back to it. Kev, jump in. Yeah, I think I'll echo that. Um, maybe pose a different question or, or kind of continue on. on uh, we'll see how it comes out. So um, you know, in, in, in my industry, uh, what we used to do when we looked at a, a stream of, of returns, right, investment returns, there's this thing called survivorship bias, which is what Warren is kind of talking about, right? So, like, the idea that persists that you feel like is right is the one that exists now. It's, it survived through your growth and development. So, like, now there's this inherent bias because, oh, this must must be the best one because it's the one that worked or is, right. is currently working. Mm-hmm. And we don't always know that, right? Like part of love, and I know we didn't really define love because love can have so many definitions. Yeah, that's really hard to do. It's hard. Part of it could be two people deciding to come together and do a thing together. But you do need both people, and you need both people putting in equal energy. When you decide to come together and do that thing, you know, the like like Juan was saying, the things he he loved or thought were love you know, 20 years ago may not be the same thing he feels now. However, if he put that kind of energy in 20 years ago and the other person put energy in, it would have turned into something that who knows? We don't mm-hmm. know what it would be. Obviously, we, you know, we, we believe that, you know, the relationships we're in now or, or everything happens for a reason and this is how it was supposed to be and this is the one. But, you know, they say there's that old saying that you meet multiple love interests across your life, right? right you right. have different people who you click with for different reasons. Um, I'm going to finish this point. I'll come right to you. So, like, it's, it's hard to know at time. Like, if you meet somebody in 2005, you're still young. You know, we are all, you know, late 30s, mid 30s, depending on how you want to fight it. Some of us in 40s. Um, <laughs> or beyond. But, um, you know, basically, in, in 2005, you know, we're young. We're all early 20s-ish. So, um, you meet somebody then, you may say, I wasn't prepared, I wasn't mature, but you don't know how that, you know, if you find somebody that's a good mate, the love 
changes and grows as you change and grow. And hopefully mm-hmm. it, it evolves into something that lasts, you know, when you see these people together for 50, 60 years. It's rare. I don't know if that exists anymore. Um, but it can. It could. It can. You know, yeah. We hope so. But, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, I don't set my clock by it or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I'll pause here and let Warren come in. I got, I got some more, but I got, I, I think my next comments will, sh- will shift the gears a little bit. Cool. Um, I just, I wanted to, to jump into steer clear of this conflation that might have happened, right? So we're talking about what one person may or may not do in the spirit of love. And I don't think that speaks to two people in love. Right. So if I'm in love with X, what I do is not because X is in love with me and we are, we're in love with each other. It's because because I love X. Right. So I just wanted to kind of jump in to your last point, Kev. Um, you kind of started speaking about, you know, the idea that, you know, if we feel this way about each other, we are going to do these things kind of for the sake of building and furthering that. Dot, dot, dot. Um, but. I don't think this is necessarily about that, right? But but you know what? I'm sorry. Let me backtrack a bit because the truth is I think there is a reality where part of the way we love or how we treat love is, well, I love this person, and I know this person loves me, so I can give everything because I know how this – like I know how I feel about this person, and my belief is this person feels the same way about me, so I'm okay with giving everything. I'm okay with – doing all of these things because we love each other the same in quotes. Um, mm. So, yeah, so I wanted to, so I did want to challenge that, but I acknowledge and I respect the space of the fact that part of the way we love may be due in part to this idea that I love the way I love because I know or I have this belief that this person loves me the same or similarly. But back to you, Kev. All right, so real quick, right? Looking back over the years, I guess I shed some tears. I told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. But another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. It takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again, right? That's the words from, from the great Teddy Pendergrass right there. We've all taken L's. Yeah. Right? We've all taken L's in this love game. Do you go back the same? Would you go? Would you would you do love for love? Right? Like, if you've been hurt and you've been knocked That's all the way dope down, question. dope question. Do you go back in? I know, real. You, you talked about it a little bit. Like, you won't you won't compromise yourself the same. But like, do you? And I guess part of the question is, do you go back with the same hopes or the same ideas with the same energy? Um, Quan recently talked about it, and Quan has his hand raised, so I'd be interested to hear his perspective on that. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just very pragmatic about shit. But um, after my relationships, I, I I learned that I needed to take time to actually objectively assess and analyze like the actual relationship that I was in, um, and and to be more objective about you know my role in it and the other person's role in it. But more so, just my role in it because that's the only thing I can really have legitimate like insight on um so for me do i go back and love the same no because i'm somebody that is going to take that information to say you know what i i made some mistakes and there are things that i can do better one of the biggest things that i learned in order to be better equipped to love is to communicate is to be open and vulnerable with things is to say no sometimes and is to also be upfront and direct with how I feel or what I think about something. Now that has, I've had to work to temper that sometimes to, to meter that and know exactly how to communicate. However, that process is a direct result of making mistakes prior and learning to do better and be better. Um, because if I would to just go back into it, with this belief that I never did anything wrong and it was the other person or somehow, you know, there were circumstances out of my control and, you know, I didn't make any mistakes, then that just kind of fuels this idea that, that, that honestly, it's 
I'm in in this love situation almost for the wrong reasons. It's I, it's I want I want love more than I want something else, which is dangerous, you know, for for to be to be someone that is so desperate to either be in a relationship or to be loved by somebody else or to love somebody more than is required is is very dangerous and and can be toxic. Um, so I want to leave it at that because I know Chris has something. <laughs> I got nothing, Senor. That's what we're gonna do. Think of the mile. That's what we're gonna do. All right. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree to your sentiments. Yeah. And again, since I did touch on some stuff, yeah. I mean, I that situation was what it was, but it was at the end of the day, it was a learning it was a learning lesson. Like I definitely took something away from that. And again, obviously, well, not obviously, but yeah, I definitely made mistakes in that, you know, in that relationship and during that process. And um definitely would like to not apply or handle things in the same manner I did. I mean, you're just setting yourself up for a recipe of repeat actions um, somewhere down the line. Um, and yeah, so what, what Quan was saying, like being in a relationship for the idea of, I guess, being loved. Yeah, that's, that's toxic because you're, you're, you're chasing a feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you're not really, you're like you're technically not even there for the other person, like right. honestly, like that other person is like a, a, a is a fill in a blank. Like it doesn't actually matter who that person is, as long as I get this feeling from you, it's okay. And as soon as I don't feel as though I have this feeling, you know, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to change up. So, yeah, I can I I I agree to his sentiments, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would like to eventually at some point do that and. Again, I use my past situations or experiences as learning lessons, not necessarily as, um, you know, bad memories or like anything in a negative manner. I don't look at any situation, um, you know, from the past, regardless how it made me felt. Well, regardless how it made me feel, uh, whether it was a positive or negative feeling, it's a positive result because at the end of the day, it's either or you handled this wrong or you did something wrong and you can learn from that or, you know, it was just a good experience, period. And I know what it, it's like to feel good in that type of situation. So I learned that too. So it's a learning, it's a learning experience regardless of the outcome of the past situation. And honestly, you just take that information and apply it, you know, hopefully differently going forward. So, no, I mean, I, I am hopeful even with everything, you know, that I've been through. I'm definitely hopeful. But again, I I just would prefer to be in a situation where it's okay for me to be me, mm-hmm. like all the way. Right. Um, that would be ideal. Like, granted, I I think when I said the word compromise, that kind of was like a trigger word, as if like I wasn't okay or comfortable with that. Not the idea of compromising, but but compromising, I guess. Again, I don't want to. I didn't. I just didn't like those terms. Chris has said uh, his morals and his ethics. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I just. I didn't like those terms. Like, I don't. I don't. I, I. I get why he used them. Like, and I. And I completely understand it. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't. When I think of love, I don't think of like ethics. I guess. Like, I. I, I guess I don't bring those thoughts in. So that's why it kind of like it kind of took me back a little bit. But I. I, I totally understand it. Because again, if if you if you're if you're if you're a person that's strong ethically and morally, then that makes total sense, mm-hmm. because that's what you stand by. Like you stand by your ethics and your morals, and you don't want anybody to compromise those. So I completely understand it. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Maybe after talking this through, it's like maybe I don't stand by ethics and morals <laughs> like that. Because it definitely made me like, wait, what? So maybe I don't. I don't know. I may have to go actually now think about that and reevaluate. Um, but yeah, it's just like who, like who I feel I am as a person. I don't want to have to compromise that for love. Like, I don't want to have to be somebody else to be loved in in any way, shape or fashion. You know, our brother Chris has been a little quieter for this one. And, um, and I get it. You know what I mean? Chris, Chris has been married since he was like 17. 
And, um, Easily. You know, beautiful wife, beautiful family. And uh, I guess with that kind of experience, give give us some pointers, man. Give us give us some tips, some 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 things that that have worked well. Like you know. <laughs> um. You know what? Uh, if, if I was prepared, which I'm not right now, there's the old child. There's a there's a this is how crap. Um, he says like you love somebody and you find somebody loving and so on and so on. That's pretty much what he says in the music video. I can't think of the name of the song, man, name the song now, but that's what I did, man. Find somebody you love, hold on to him, bro. Like you know, somebody that can put up with your bull crap and you can be your your complete self with them, you know, um, they can see every single side of you and they love you and, you know, find somebody, hold on to them, man. Like, you know, like, one thing I'll say is that I, I, I don't have to compromise myself and who I am for the people that I love. Like, you guys know me as an individual. There's nothing, I don't, I don't act any certain way that's not, that's different to fit in to this, to this group. Um, like, you know, so that's why I love you guys. Cause like, you know, we all know how each other are. And we don't have to put on the front or trade and act differently to kind of fit in. Um, right. We love each other for who we all are. Like, you know, we all have our, our own uh, quirks about us. Um, but we, you know, but, but we, no, I love the quirks, you know. Um, you know, I love some more than other quirks. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that, that, that being said, like, you know, we, like, we, we love each other because, like, we don't have to put on a charade to fit in. Like, you know, and one thing that kind of stuck out to me is that we're not our authentic self non, if I, if I say nine, 90% of the day. Like, we're only our authentic self when we get home or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and while, you're, while you're in the workplace, like, my, my cousin, he has to, <laughs> so he has to seem intimidated, intimidating the others. He wears glasses. He doesn't wear glasses. He changes the way he walks. Because he, so like people have to really like you know be a different person, so to be able to be your authentic self um, and to be loved by others is really you know what it's all about. So I, I say all that to say I appreciate you guys for for loving me um, as my as my authentic self, and I'm happy that we can all just be ourselves around each other. So, Chris, I 1,000% appreciate your response because it reminds me of the fact that I think people have this belief, right? And this is a general belief that we, plural, feel we need to be different to love, right? To court, to kind of be in these types of relationships. And I think that is a mistake that we make um, because we are not ourselves, right? I think if we're we're talking about it specifically, I think when we're looking at romantic partnerships and relationships, we feel this compulsion to change who we are uh, and be someone that we think the other person wants, which is a projection, which is a belief of what we think is important. And then we compare it to a relationship that is not romantic, like a friend, a family, like a best friend from however many years ago, whatever. And we can be authentic, right? So to your point, Chris, um, you know, I think we're okay with being our authentic selves. We will do whatever we need to do and not feel any judgment by it. And comparatively, if there is some romantic partnership that we're trying to pursue, we behave differently. And I think that's where things get messy because we do different things. We're like, uh, what is this person like? What does this person want? I want to make sure I can do this to make this person be interested in me. And I think that's where we fall short because the truth is, my belief anyway, is that it's it's a lie effectively right we're not being honest we're not being genuine we're not being who we are um so i want someone to see me who i am at my worst because if they're okay with that and that's kind of like again chris to your point you know we know each other at our worst at our hardest times at our toughest times and we still are okay with each other this is that's not an issue um if we translate that to romantic excuse, romantic relationships and partnerships i think we could have we could have these beautiful relationships if we give them who we are, because if this person stays and sticks around, that is exactly what they're going to get. And it's like, I love this person. So it's like, yes, if you love me at my core, then there's no reason this thing won't work. So appreciate that, bro. Uh, I was just going to toss in kind of re going back to what I said originally, not, um, you know, compromising who I am. There's there's a component that is embedded in that um, that I think is very important in terms of 
you know, the love relationship dynamic is that knowing who you are prior to engaging in that is hugely important. Like going, going through that journey of discovering who you are and who you're not, et cetera, et cetera, is, is very important because oftentimes the, the intimate relationships we have have influence on us, whether we want it to or not. So to be still in that very fertile, impressionable stage of your own personal development and to be with somebody else can be very misleading and can cause you to definitely be more malleable in terms of your identity as opposed to having defined who you are before you engage into that. Because you may find that, okay, I, although I like you and although I see that there may be potential, there are other things that I'm aware of that may cause issues. So that's a conversation or that's an opportunity for us to, you know, change direction as opposed to having not really done that homework on yourself. You may say, I need this, or this is something that's going to benefit me. And that's not, that's not the right reason to engage in that kind of dynamic. And again, I don't want to get too, I don't want to derail too much off of the, you know, the topic. Um, but I thought that was important to bring up the the identity piece of who we are prior to, you know, getting involved. Yeah. And just a quick piece. Thank you for that, Q. And a real quick piece of that is, unfortunately, I think what you're speaking to is your privilege of having been able to figure out who you are or get a good grasp on that. Because it takes some people a long time to get comfortable with who they are or understand who they are. Yeah. So. So I 1,000% I agree with you, and I also acknowledge that everyone doesn't have that opportunity to know who they are when they're going into a relationship or a, or a situation to kind of say, here's who I am, other person, and love me for me. Like, I think a lot of times we're still kind of in transit and transition and just kind of figuring out who we are while we're meeting these people, while we're trying to form relationships, and we don't always have that kind of comfort and 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 solidity in the or yeah, solidification in the this is mm. who i am i am me and saying i know exactly who i am and this is who i'm bringing to this relationship so yeah solidification you know i i think uh coming back to something you said earlier warren i think we give relationships because relationships are perceived as being harder um a hard time in, in definition, right? Because like we do many of those things in friendships. Mm. They just are more fun, um, <laughs> and they're not necessarily. They don't carry the same sort of weight. Like, you know, if all of us, you know, you guys will entertain playing Monopoly occasionally. I know Rio won't, um, but you <laughs> I'm do that because yeah. I'm your boy. You know I me, mean? or like we'll go, we'll do a hookah or or a cigar bar with Quan. None of us actually smoke, but we do that because we love easy. So, like, we do a lot of the same things for the same love. Um, it's different, and only in the sense of, like, it's not romantic. But another thing, you know, we talked about earlier is the word compromise, right? Sometimes you do compromise to, to be with your loved ones, whether that's a, a, a romantic loved one or, you know, our, 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 our brotherhood. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, we tend to put this uh idea of, of and, and relationships are hard and you have to work at them but i mean it's, it's hard with friendships too and it's a choice you make because of the love right um you know for years we wanted to go on a fellow's trip we weren't good at planning <laughs> we've gotten much better at it um and, and it's something we had to work at to do um you know and it's not friendship work isn't seen seen as the same sort of work but making sure you're available when people need you um, making sure that you respond to text messages, looking at you, Chris. Um, you know, these are things. <laughs> this is what you also do um, in the same sort of way, because, you know, once you decide that the love is there, then you, you do what you got to do to maintain it. And, that, and that's in all relationships. So That's true. And, and to be fair, friendships are relationships. I mean, it depends on how you view it, how you perceive it. I mean, this 
this dynamic that we have isn't what people typically associate with quote unquote a friendship, but this is our friendship. You know, we can brotherhood, have call it brotherhood. Moments, yep. Thank you, brotherhood. We can have these moments of vulnerability. We can open up and be honest with each other. We can laugh together, cry together, you know, share in the highs and the lows. Like we can do all those things where, whereas other people, you know, that might not be for them, but this is kind of what we do. This is what we've established that this is how this relationship is going to function, how this dynamic is going to work. And it still takes work. It takes, you know, an investment of time, energy, and resources to, to maintain it and keep it going. So it's not just a casual kind of easygoing, passing, passing fancy, if I can use that term. It's just, uh, it's something that, you know, we invest ourselves in just like we would a romantic relationship. It's just the outcomes and the things that we get out of it are, are different. But on some levels, they're the same. It's companionship. It's having somebody to lean on, a support system, somebody you can confide in, like having somebody that can be there for you in a time of need. You know, all these things that, that we also associate with a romantic relationship, you know, sometimes we also find those in other platonic, you know, relationships as well. So again, I'm trying not to get off track. I know we're getting a little late. I know some of our listeners are like, damn, Quan, shut the fuck up, bro. Just trying to get my workout on. I'm sorry. You know, I, I get excited about this stuff, though. Let's wrap it up, yeah. Chris, you want to start with the uh, final thoughts? Yeah, just be your authentic self. Um, the song that I referenced earlier was Music Soul Child, Don't Change, Dope Song. Well, I used to sing it back in the day, so play for him on the piano because I'm super freaking talented. Love you guys, and um, I'm out. Night, Chris. Man, he's super freaking talented. All facts. These are true statements. He is super freaking talented, by the way. And he used to play the piano for you, apparently? He still does. Are you kidding me? Chris is my You're guy. Right. You're right. All right, I'll go then. Yeah. Um, just kind of thinking about relationships, I think it's it's important to foster the important relationships. Kind of look at what you're bringing to the relationship and, and make sure that's important to you. Make sure you're my belief is make sure it's important or it's significant that you're bringing what you want to a relationship. Don't feel pressured by other people, by other influences. Do what matters to you. Um, you know, kind of, kind of to the, all the points that we've made before. And I try to make on a regular basis, like these guys in this call are super important to me and, you know, they've helped me become a better me. Um, and that wasn't a plan. Right. So having this opportunity to be myself has allowed me to be, you know, more of who I am and who I want to be. Um, and I think if we bring that type of um, energy and, and feeling into relationships, I think we will uh, we'll discover something about ourselves that we may not have realized. Uh, I got Kevin. love is love. Don't be afraid to love, but love yourself first. Mm, I love it. You know, love's in need of love today. And um, don't delay. Don't delay if somebody needs it. You know, send that love in right away. So that's all I got. <sighs> oh my God. These guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Wow. I love you guys, man. All right. So um, <laughs> I was just going to say, um, today's episode was about what we won't do for love. Um, love. Love asks that you be your authentic self and that you show up. Everything else you figure out because love is, is simple and it's everything that you make it. Love is patient and kind too. It, it's everything that you make it. It can be, it can be fast. It can be hard. It can be, it can be fierce. It could be fearless. It could be a lot of things, but it's, it's what you make it. Just make sure that you're being authentic in your love. And God knows, or whomever you worship, whatever deity you worship, they know what the world needs now is love. We love. I don't know the rest of the words. We're going to wrap this episode up. Hey, uh, 
this has been another episode of the Fellas Pod Podcast. You can find us uh, most places where podcasts are listened to. Please give us feedback, um, topics you want to hear us talk about. You can find us on Instagram. Um, you can email us at the Fellas Pod Podcast on Gmail. Um, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Come back next week.